Welcome to the Happy to Be Me podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Stacy. Come on a journey with me to find out what it means to be happy to be you. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Happy to Be Me podcast. Today we're going to talk about my horse, Tyler. He was amazing. I loved him. He taught me how to ride. He let me bang down on his back. He let me pull in his mouth. He let me jump up his neck when we were going over jumps. He was just the sweetest and kindest animal. He never acted up unless it was out of fear or if he was in pain. There was one time when I was riding and I could feel him tense up underneath me and I looked back and I saw a big horse fly on his butt and I could tell he wanted to buck it off because I've seen him buck horse flies off before. But I was on his back, so he was a pure gentleman and just let the horse fly bite him. And I reached back and I smacked it. And usually when you smack a horse, it'll go forward. No, he was just, he just stood there while I smacked the horse fly and stayed still. He was a perfect gentleman. One time we went to a horse show. And at this horse show, there were cows. That's something that Tyler had some fear of for some odd reason. He was an off-the-track thoroughbred, so maybe he just hadn't had a whole lot of experience with them. So he was acting up. He was a little bit nervous. He was a little bit antsy. I could feel him very tense underneath me. So I took him over to my trainer, and she said, what we're going to do is we're going to go over this first jump and then stop him in the middle to try to get his brain back into thinking about what he's doing and not about the cows. And I did that and I sat back after the first jump and then somebody ran out from behind the snack shack and he spooked and he crow hopped, which means all four of his feet came off the ground at the same time. And I was off on the fence. I got really bruised. I didn't have anything seriously wrong with me. I didn't break any bones or anything, but he was acting out of fear. So I wasn't angry with him. That's the only time that he did anything wrong was when he acted out of fear or out of pain. Normally he was a perfect gentleman. Now, if we think about that with people, translate that to people, that sometimes people are acting out of fear or pain or anger or hurt or some other emotion that they're not completely in control of even if they mean to offend you, which some do, consider where they might be coming from. I had a family member say that I was self-righteous and judgmental. And at first I was offended by that. I don't think this person meant to offend me, but that's how it came across. And I stopped and I thought about it and I thought, well, am I self-righteous and judgmental? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I'm not, and I'm going to let that person be wrong about me, because sometimes I'm just me, whether I'm self-righteous or judgmental or both or not. Sometimes I'm open-minded. Sometimes I'm humble. 
it's all part of being me. And I let him be wrong about me. What people say is about them, not about you. And what they do is about them and not about you. It may feel like it's about you. They may insist that it's about you. But the truth is they're transferring their fear, their pain, their anger, their hurt, whatever emotion that they're not in control of at the time, they're transferring that to you. It really is about them. All of us operate from an internal schema that we've learned over the years, that we learned from our family of origin, that we learned from our schooling, that we learned from society, that we've learned, and we've taken all of these things and we've put them together, and it's that's how we operate in the world. From this internal schema, we operate with how we see the world from how we have been socialized or trained or experienced seeing the world. So when people come after you and, and on purpose offend you, it's not about you, it is about them. And when they don't mean to offend you, it's even more about them. There was a man at the airport that I think maybe he went through life like this. I don't know, because the only time that I ever met him was once at the airport. We were heading down to Tampa where my husband was working at the time, and we were doing the weekend thing. So I was flying down there to see him that weekend. And I got on an earlier flight, and there were a whole bunch of people that were trying to get on this earlier flight. Well, they had one gate agent that was working and then they pulled another one in and so I left the line that I was in because there was one line or at least in my perception there was one line and I went over to the new gate agent and a man behind me said what am I chopped liver and I turned and said well I'm I'm sorry I didn't realize that there were two lines well then I went up and he was still with the same gate, gate agent and I was next in line to go to the gate agent that was next to his and I said you know I understand that there was a misunderstanding, but there was no need to be rude. And he said, well, I didn't think so either, but meaning that I had been rude. Well, I felt humiliated. I felt embarrassed. I felt that hot feeling in my face and the tightness in my chest. And I just felt completely humiliated. Got on the airplane and guess who comes and sits behind me? Mr. Chopped Liver. And I sat there and let him and his actions keep me humiliated through a good part of the of the flight. I heard him sit behind me. He talked about wine. He talked about wine pairings. He talked about the places that he liked to go to eat with the guy that was in the seat next to him. And I just sat there in shame. There were a couple of things that I could have done, and that was one of them was to have my own back to not let him make me a victim. And the other is to let him be wrong about me because I only saw a small slice of his life and he only saw a small slice of mine. It could be that in another circumstance, we might've had a great conversation together. I don't know, maybe he was a total jerk all the time. Or maybe he was just having a really bad day because he'd gotten some bad news or because he had something going on or who knows why. But for whatever reason, he felt justified. 
It was about him. It wasn't about me. He perceived me cutting in line. I perceived me moving over to form a new line. It was a misunderstanding, but it was his reaction was about him and not about me. And I could let him be wrong about me. So when you're in any kind of a situation like that, ask yourself, what if this person is operating from fear, from pain, etc.? Ask yourself what their internal schema might be, how they see the world, how they're operating in the world. And then repeat to yourself quietly or without non-verbally, this is about them, not about me. If you take a couple of seconds and repeat that to yourself, this is about them, not about me. It gets you out of that fight or flight or freeze response and puts you into a different place where you can have a more controlled response. You can, you can be in charge of your own emotions and your own reaction and not let them have the ability to make you a victim. And allow them to be wrong about you. There's such great peace in not being defensive and not feeling defensive. So I challenge you to do that. Say to yourself, this is about them and not about me, and allow them to be wrong about you. I'll talk to you next time. Well, there you have it. If something piqued your interest, feel free to join me at happytobemecoaching.com. That's happy, the number two, the letter B, M-E, coaching.com. I'll see you next time.